Hi everyone, it's Abby. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cheaper Than Therapy this week. I just wanted to let you know before the episode starts that there are a couple of brief mentions of weight and eating disorders um, and also one small mention of abuse as well. They're very brief but I just wanted to let you know. Also we really get into the topic of depression. I've put some links in the episode notes if you need anybody to talk to. We love you. Enjoy the episode. Why is it every time I click record someone starts beeping? (laughs) Your bloody neighbours. This town. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Welcome Thursday. back to Cheaper Than Welcome Therapy. Back, Long time no speak. I know. For Sorry, us, guys. For us all. No, yeah. don't apologise. We uh, need to apologise. We missed a week. Um, you know, yes. life happens, but yeah. we are back raring to go mm-hmm. um <laughs> raring she says um there's a lot on isn't there guys <laughs> the, the world is a very heavy place at the moment personally you know just generally in the world lots of shit is going down yeah um, and you know what me and abby actually had a conversation prior to this recording that abby kindly started a minute ago um and we were like discussing the structure and what we wanted to speak about and like kind of just stick to one what we normally talk about and like the structure and stuff but i just said you know what ab especially abby over the last few weeks has been going through a lot of shit personally and i thought this is a podcast for you know it's cheaper than therapy guys it's a therapy session and this is what me and Abby used to do, you know, weekly. We would FaceTime and chat just like this. And I was like, you know, we would be lying to ourselves if we were just going to come on here right now and just be like, hi, everyone. Da, 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 da. Because it's one, therefore, not therapy, because we're just pretending that we're fine when we're not. And really, yeah. we should be able to all be ourselves, you know? Yeah. And also, if anything, it will just make you feel a bit worse, you know? I think sometimes yeah. when you're like, you put this facade on when you're struggling a little bit it's actually exhausting like you'll actually be like i gained nothing from that yeah and i already had to do, do it for eight hours in the office today i don't think i exactly could so I could do it anymore don't put yourself through it for another hour <laughs> be be yourself honey you know rant we're just gonna let this be a safe space to chat for people to relate um you know we'll and just keep and just keep things very real you know maybe Absolutely. Abby won't have to go through and edit loads out because it's just it's just gonna roll off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will start. Um, how over the last two weeks? How's how's things? Been? I, I obviously know to some extent, but you know, giving out as much information as you want and what you're comfortable talking about. How how are you generally? I am not the best I've ever been. In fact, I'm pretty bad at the moment. I do feel like I'm going to cry. So apologies if I do. I'm going to try not to. Um, Because it won't make for good listening. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, my life has been a bit of a shit show recently. Um, It's just, you know, when you wait for a bus and two come at once, it's it's that kind of shit. There's been a lot going on um, in my life. And some, some stuff isn't, like mine to tell so I won't go into like why I feel like this but some stuff I I can go into so um last week we thought my cat was gonna die um in fact I thought I watched her die twice um I have a cat called Maisie she's 17 she's been around through hell my family have been through a lot over the years and we got her in 2005 which was a particularly difficult year for my family and she came Mm. along and just pulled everyone out of this like dark hole hole and then um yeah and she's 17 and she got really poorly and um we thought that she was gonna go and we all said our goodbyes and then the little bitch turned around and made a recovery. 
and it's oh i know that that should be the like the happiest thing but it completely knocked me for six because i mean i could go into the detail like day by day of everything that happened but she was really unwell and yeah when i went to see her she she was floppy she was tired she was unresponsive like it was it was absolutely horrible and i i said i said my goodbyes and i like told her it was okay if she needed to go she needed to go and it was the hardest thing i ever had to do and then two days later my mum took her to the vets thinking she was going to be put down Mm. and just that day she she made this like miraculous recovery and the vet was like it wouldn't be ethical to put her down and thank god like it's doing so well yeah like it's a it's a, a genuine miracle but i said goodbye and then she didn't go and so i now know that i have to say that again one day and the thought of having, having to do, to do that. that twice is yeah. fucking horrific it was awful and i know like some people just have pets you know and it's like yeah i love my pet but you know they're a pet but in my family like they are the glue that sticks like that hold us together that fundamentally holds the family together yeah yeah I the humans that. in my family we've you know we've had our struggles with each other but the thing that holds us together and the thing that brings us back together to see each other is the pets and that's how you know the humans have kept their relationship going for years was by having mm. the, the cats um so that's going on i kind of touched on how i was feeling about myself as well in the last episode um i just am not i just don't like wall, myself i just yeah. yeah i just really don't like myself and oh, it's wow. really difficult because I know that I'm a good person. I know that I'm, I don't know. I just really don't Let like myself. This is, what, this is when you need to, you need to just, you need to be transparent, you know, Al. You need to, you need yeah. to, you need to benefit from this podcast. This is the whole point as to why we started this, because this is what you would have FaceTimed me and done anyway, you know? And it's, yeah. There's, there, there may be one person listening to this today that is going to go, oh my God, I feel that tiny weeny little bit better because I'm not the only person feeling like this right now, you know? Yeah. And like, I know you will try and hold back the tears and I know you will try to be kind of strong because you are this very happy, you know, person who is positive and tries, you know, and is, you know, has got so many co- amazing qualities to her that you always go... I'm a good person, but I'm a really good person, but like someone might also talk about themselves in the same way as you. So just may be able to resonate with your thought process a little bit. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like they might yeah. just be able to resonate with kind of what you're saying. Um, but do you, do you feel like that's, you felt that you've been feeling worse about yourself because of the things that have been going on in your life? Or do you think it's kind of, I mean, I've significantly, this isn't to make you feel any worse, but I've significantly noticed the difference in you because you've been replying less and you'll give me less. So what you tend to do is when you're struggling with your mental health, I usually have to get it out of you eventually. Like I'll be like... I really shut down. Yeah, I really have to be like, hi Ab, how are you? Like, and I'll voice note you, I'll send you like six different voice notes. You might be thinking, mm, right now, Rianne, I don't want to listen to these, but I know you eventually will want me to, uh, yeah. want to at some point. You'll be like, I can't ignore this girl forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and I know you all eventually, when you've had maybe a good hour in the day, yeah. you'll fill up for talking about it. Yeah, you might have had a shit day overall, but at some point in that day, you might think, actually, no, I, I can actually talk about this right now because, I've had my coffee, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like it's small little things like that. that I'm like, you might get, a, you get, you might gain a tiny, weeny little bit out of, yeah, the fact that you've been able to t- talk to me about it. So that's that's where we're very different. I'm much more vocal a little bit early on when I'm struggling mentally. Like I will just send you a voice note of me crying my eyes out and it'll be six minutes long and you'll you'll provide me with great advice as you always do whereas you you'll just go radio silent yeah. until I kind of have to be like or oh, you're just like 
other things and you'll be completely not talking about yourself it's like you're purposely not yeah. without even realizing it's like your subconsciously like i'm going to talk about other things because i don't actually want to address the kind of how i'm feeling yeah, right I'm now about literally like, anything else <laughs> oh my god i just do. see myself in the camera wow what happened to me mate <laughs> look at, like a mate, lion a lot better than I do. No, I love your hair. I love. I genuinely, if you took a picture now, I would look the set like the same egg that you've just taken out your fridge. Like my skin is everywhere. I've got spots all over my face. I don't know what's going on, but I I've been very lucky. This is Rihanna going on a first hand, but I will let you continue in a minute. But now it's in my head. I'm just gonna have to run for it. I had I have all these spots over my face. I was always very lucky as a child with my skin. And I've hit 24. Um, honestly, hormones have hit me mm. left, right and centre. They're just like, honestly, shooting me like bloody guns. But yeah, anyway, go back to what you were saying. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I've never liked myself that much, but I go through phases of liking myself a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a few different things kind of going on. I mean, my physical appearance, I absolutely hate. I am, um, trigger warning, weight. I am trying to lose weight at the moment because I have liver disease and I have like severe anemia and I have obviously polycystic reasons we've discussed yeah. um, and probably endometriosis, but the NHS won't fund surgery to find out. So who knows? Um, yeah. I started trying to look into how much it would cost to go private. And I mean, considering I can't even afford petrol right now, it's probably not going to happen. But anyway, um, yeah. so yeah, so I've got like the worries of my physical health at the moment. Um, and then my mental health is massively taking a dip. And I think that's partly because of just everything that's going on. But then it's also like worrying about my, my own health. And and also I mean, the world is just not particularly positive right now so everything news related is quite heavy yeah uh, especially like social media platforms you know so that's not obviously yeah I've been having a lot of conversations recently about like obviously the goings on in the world and like the also just the very very evident racism across the world that you know so mm. many millions of people can be absolutely outraged when white people are being bombed but they and not that that's Mm -hmm. a good thing but then when people of color are being bombed it's just like huh what what look the other way huh so Mm. there's a lot of shit that's been going on for years and years i mean our country has been at war since 2001 you know like Mm. none of this should be a surprise but it's just absolutely horrific um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like you say, the world is a heavy place. My head is a heavy place. Mm-hmm. And then like you say, Rui, I do shut myself off when I feel like shit. And that make, only makes me feel worse. But I do that mm-hmm. because, you know, in my life I've been made to feel like a burden. And so now mm-hmm. as an adult, when I know that I'm, when my, when my friends constantly tell me that I'm not a burden, I don't believe them. And I feel because bad. Because it isn't still... I, it's instilled in your head it is 100 yeah and so i i physically cannot talk to people without mm-hmm. feeling so guilty and like yeah, i'm just bringing like my shit onto them mm-hmm. and then i just hate like i can't even i, I can't even like say this stuff to my doctor i saw my doctor last week and i and i started crying and i was so embarrassed i was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry you don't need this you deal with enough shit and she was like abby you're literally here to talk about your mental health it's okay that you're crying and i was like no no oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like she was right i was literally i was i was also there to talk about the anemia and the liver disease but also depression and um Mm -hmm. And I, and I felt terrible because every time I see my doctor, I go in and I'm like, hi, how are you? And I put on this facade that I do every single fucking day that is exhausting of like, hi, everyone, how are you? I'm going to be so optimistic. I'm going to help you. Tell me about you. I really care about you and there's nothing going on with me and everything's fine. Mm. And I'm just fucking exhausted. Everything hurts. My whole body hurts. All I do these days is sleep and I'm still tired all the time. 
I feel like a complete failure because I can't finish any tasks. I start them all and I can't finish them because I physically don't have the energy. I feel like I'm doing everything wrong. I don't have any money. And then so then I'm angry at myself for fucking that up. But then I bought myself a Hoover just to feel better. I'm like, you don't even have any fucking money, Abigail. You're living in your overdraft. Why the fuck did you buy a Hoover? Because it was on sale. Okay. Um, and just all this... I'm just a fucking mess and I don't I I don't know how to not be. Mm. I'm I, I said to my doctor as well. I was like why am I like why do I feel like this? Is it just what's going on in my life or is it depression or is it and she was like well to be honest it could be one or many of those things. She was like yeah. one you do have a lot going on in your personal life. Two you do have depression. Three you have all these various other illnesses that are going to make yeah. you feel like shit. It's yeah. okay to feel like this. But then I'm just like, well, it's not okay, is it? Because other people have worse problems. And I'm the first person to say to someone who's saying, oh, I'm going through a bad time, but I feel bad because other people are going through a worse time to be like, your problems are just as valid as anyone else's. But you try and say mm-hmm. that to me and I'm like, nah. You I don't, don't listen to your own advice. Yeah, you're really I'm bad. so lucky. I'm so yeah. I'm so privileged. I'm so this. I'm so that. Oh, it's just fucking tiring, and it's, it's just exhausting. exhausting. And the brain is so powerful. Like I've really had some experiences like this this year, and I've been sat in my own brain, and it's so so. The brain is just mental, like. Mm the things you can think and then it spirals so quickly like with your stuff that's going on you've had to deal with it all quite quickly like it's all happened yeah. very quickly you couldn't have actually helped yourself out like yeah. there's no preparation that you could have done in order to help the situation if you maybe had been given six months to you know know what you know now maybe you'd be a little bit better but I think and I know you won't listen to this but <laughs> you, like cut yourself some slack in regards to you you're doing pretty well i believe like you're you're just you're just carrying on with life like you could just give up if you really wanted you know it obviously just shows you've still got willpower in you and that you you're still going because you you know you've got it in you it's just right now because you have these negative thoughts and you're not thinking as positively as you possibly probably could be your everything is just very red in your life if you look at or like red or grey. I'm going to use the colour grey. Like everything, when I feel depressed and down, every, the, it, you can be around the happiest people and they look grey. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and to you right now, you're waking up, everything's grey. You're going to sleep and everything's grey. No matter who you're around, who you speak to. And there will be one morning where you wake up and it will be a, a little bit of a lighter grey. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the best way I can explain it. And it will eventually become a little bit uh, clearer. Mm. And you might not feel 100% you're going to be very up and down. And, I, and as you said earlier to me, like, you'll feel, these feelings are temporary. And whenever I've had a panic attack, and whenever I've been really low, when, I mean, you know, the several times this year where I'm <laughs> sending you voice notes, like, I can't do it anymore. And you're like, Rihanna, pain is temporary. And also, whenever you're sad, you apologise. As in, you'll cry and then you'll say, sorry. And I'm like, why are you saying sorry? And do you know you say exactly the same thing to me? I go, sorry, sorry. And you go, why are you saying sorry? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm a massive hypocrite. And I, I know everyone probably does do the same. Where no one really does the sincere advice. They're very good at giving it. But when they take it, they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, but you do. And I, I know, you know, this could go, it's probably will go in one year and come out the other. But you are dealing with everything fantastically and probably as well as you can. You know, yeah. on top of the fact that life, you know, generally out there at the moment is not great and everything is very negative. There's not much to look forward to at the moment, especially for me. Like, I've been personally not like, booked a holiday or done anything that I have I've got to look forward to. That's a lie. I'm going away with my family. But <laughs> there's, there's, inter- there's internal goals of mine that I want to be ticking off and I'm not right now. Yeah. So for me, my life is very standstill. I'm not, I'm not making this about me whatsoever, but you're, you're, you know, still working. Like, you're, you're still, you know, got a job. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you say you've got no money, but you're still getting paid. Like, 
there's people out there that would have genuinely just given up and accepted that this is what's going on right now. And you probably do have days where you do feel very much on the edge of that. The thing is, if people didn't rely on me, I would have. the, And that's like, you can take a look at my house. You can take a look at like my stockpile of washing. You can take a look at the way that I look after myself and see that I'm actually not holding it together. Yeah. I am holding it together with anything that relates to other people. If anyone needs anything from me, that is the stuff I'm coping with. I'm doing my work because my, my colleagues need me to do my work. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, at the moment I am trying to clean my house because I have a house inspection on Thursday and I know my letting agent needs to be able to see that I'm looking after the house. But anything to do with just me, has gone to shit completely i'm not looking yeah. after any of it you know my hair's greasy I, i'm not sorry i know i should probably wash it i have i can't be asked i, I yeah. will wash it and i will wash it because i have to go into the office for work i wouldn't wash it because of me you know like so i appreciate yeah. you saying i'm holding it together and i'm coping really well but it's only my people pleasing side that is allowing me to it's keeping you going cope. yeah if i didn't yeah. have to answer to anybody else it wouldn't be happening mm. because I, I guess I just don't value myself enough for that. And then another, yeah. as well as like feeling like a burden my entire life, I also with like the apologizing and stuff, I've also always been told that I'm a drama queen my entire life. So then I'm, con so then I, that's another reason why I just like keep everything to myself. Cause I'm like, Oh, people are going to think I'm dramatic. People are going to think I'm this. And oh, it's just, so then that's another, another reason why I just want to like please everyone and talk about them because then it's like oh well they can't think I'm dramatic if I'm doing everything for them and not if I'm not, not talking making about it me. about me yeah you know yeah. no I I used to feel a little bit the same of people I think people used to think oh they really like being the center of attention really like um you know um talking about herself and this that and the other but I've learned if I I'm not like that like that that isn't me at all you know people can say that I don't care that's their judgment and it's wrong um and I've I I'm so vocal with the way that I feel because I benefit so much from speaking yeah um and I know that my friends I could you know I could cry every day to my friends and they would not care yeah because I would deal with I would do it you know I really think well if my friends wouldn't want to part with that I couldn't and, and wouldn't want to hear me out then they're not my friends. Yeah. You know, because I, I would get, I, could, I would do that for you. I would do that for Alexa. I would do that for Sam. You know, I'd do that for all my best friends. That, that's how I would then expect for my friends to then react. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can only do the same and provide the same support that they would me, you know? Yeah. So, and, you know, I could say, oh, everything's going to be fine. You know, give it two weeks and you're going to be feel better. You know, you're probably not. Yeah. To be quite honest, you you might have a good day in between those two weeks. I genuinely, for about for the last five months of my life, have really struggled with my mental health. The last week and a half, maybe two weeks of my life, I woke up. It was really random. It was like a Saturday morning. I woke up and it was like the depression had left my head. I felt I got up. I took myself to the gym. I went and did my food shop. I washed my hair. I shaved my legs, a plate tan. Like I was, I was in the old Rihanna structure. Mm. Nothing had happened in order for me to have done that. I just woke up like it, you know. So that's why, you know, I get really frustrated when people are like, you know, but you could help yourself a little bit before, and you could, you know, you could try and go to the gym, try and go for a walk, do a food shop, eat healthy. And you think it's actually bullshit when people tell you that because yeah. you, your brain's not working properly. You're not going to do it. If you don't want to do it and the motivation is not there, you're not going to do it. No matter how easy the step is, whether it's yeah. leaving your flat, whether it's opening your curtains. Do you know what I mean? Like That's it. When people go, oh, do the easy thing and just, um, oh God, just go it. for a walk. It. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that is not easy because I leave yeah. the house and I think everybody's staring at me and everybody's thinking terrible things about me. And actually no yeah. one cares. I shouldn't give them that much yeah. credit, but I'm like, <laughs> like oh let's just do the easy stuff and I'm like sorry none of the stuff you're listing is easy for me all of yeah. that is fucking hard as shit I can't do any of that <laughs> yeah and you know what my, my only advice is really is just ride the wave like yeah. really really ride it because I did not feel like I think I would be feeling 
as good as I feel right now two weeks mm. ago absolutely not yeah and it's and like I was speaking to um was it, I think it was Alexa she and I said to her I was she's like oh why do you think like why do you think you've been feeling better and I was like I cannot give you one reason mm. I can't give you one reason it could be as something as simple as the nights are that a little bit lighter for that little bit longer at the moment yeah and there's something chemically in my brain that has recognized that and sees the fact that you know winter's coming to an end and we're more do you know what I mean yeah. but I don't I've not given that thought that's just naturally happened which is why I just let myself feel the emotions that I felt and let yourself feel the emotions that you're feeling yeah you know and that, that's the only but I'm not going to be like you know I'll be yeah by the end of April you're going to feel bad on your birthday you're going to feel great because obviously your birthday's coming up I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that to you because as well you've got to remember you'll feel like that's expected of you a little bit and then when you don't feel like that you actually feel even more guilty so you're like well yeah. my friends expect me to be happy right now I know people keep talking to me about my birthday and being like what do you want to do and I'm like please can we stop talking about it I genuinely don't want to think about it I don't want to do anything <laughs> just stop mentioning yeah. it <laughs> because yeah. I'm just not in that place which is really annoying as well because I'm going to be 27 and 27 is my favorite number and I do feel like I should be excited to be 27 but just the stuff that's going on in my life right now it feels weird to have a day of like me and also to be honest I don't have money to go out and do anything anyway but um that just shows how unselfish you are and how like selfless you are like you will not even is that the word selfless yeah right yeah, when you do stuff for other people rather than you. Yeah, like you would prefer right now to not celebrate your birthday because you'd be you think it's a selfish thing to do. But I'm like, Abby, babe, it's not your fault you were fucking born. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean? but it like, is also just like a financial thing as well. Like I don't, I don't have like the means to go out and do anything. I don't also I don't have the time at the moment anyway to put that time aside. Like I usually take time off for my birthday, but I can't at the moment because I've got to save my holiday for other things coming up to do with all this stuff going on and yeah there's just there's, there's no time maybe i'll celebrate being 27 in a few months you know but right now and, that, and that's fine yeah I don't think about it you know <laughs> exactly but you know um a big ask for me for our listeners is before you go to bed have a little say a little prayer for abs um because nice. it's what I've been doing. It's clearly not working yet, but abs, you know what? It clearly me, is because you know Maisie what, Maisie pulled through, and I was yeah praying like nothing else, and she she came through, and I genuinely believe that it wasn't her time, and she knew that she needed to stick around for us, and yeah, and I think that helps. Yeah, but I, I do find like a lot of your prayers do work. I don't know what it is, what, what technique you use. But, you know, Abby, Abby said a lot of prayers for me when I've asked her to do it. And they, they've all basically come true. Like genuinely, guys, a few weeks ago when I was mentally having a really shit, I was really bad a few weeks ago. I am just better at covering it up. Um, and um, I was like, please, just pray for my life. It gets a bit better. And it did. And I genuinely put that down to Abby's prayer. I am the Lord and Saviour. You are. And um, if that's not to remind you how great you are, then I don't know what 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 is. But guys, even when I was doing the voice on that Saturday, was it Saturday night or Sunday night before my audition? I think it was a Saturday night. It was a Sunday, it was a Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Sunday. Sunday night, we sat on the bed and Abby prayed for me. And guess mm. what? Abby's prayer came true. So it's go. just like... Team Will. You know? <laughs> Let's all say whether you have, you know, whether you pray, whether you don't pray, you know, just for me, send a little prayer for us. Send, send a message a into the universe, whatever you believe in. Say a little prayer for you. Who's that? Is that Aretha Franklin? Yeah. Yeah, what a tune. Um, so, yeah, I love you a lot and you are great. And I'm sorry you're going through this really shit spell. Um, and I wish there, you know, the things. But I could say to make you feel better, but I know what it's like when everyone's really positive around you and you're yeah. not. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Ray. Like that. And and it, it, you know, you do. I've learned, you know, it's actually harder sometimes listening to your friends when, and it only comes from a good place, obviously. Like, yeah. your friends just want you to feel better, but it's very, very hard to listen 
to people's positive advice and advice they're giving you when you just have not got it in you like yeah or when they tell you all the positive things about you and you're like and you're like okay I can accept that you believe all of this stuff but if it's that good why do I feel like this like (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. why do I feel so bad if things are actually so good like it just makes no sense you know but you know I have faith that one day I will be better and I don't know I need to become more of an advocate for myself when it comes to my mental health as well because I've got I've mean I've got a great GP don't get me wrong but I do feel like the solutions at the moment are just like okay well we'll just keep increasing your antidepressants and that's I just feel like long term that's not the right solution there has to be something else else. um Mm. because clearly they're not clearly the pills aren't helping so Mm. well they are helping but not to the extent that you know you would like them to life and you know yeah um, yeah so we'll see but yeah enough about me what's going on with you re time for your therapy um what's happened in my life recently oh guys i've been officially told that i've got endometriosis and i can have surgery in september Three years I've been so bittersweet isn't it yeah like, I know it's, it's like, a good thing but it's also like oh for fuck's sake honestly I have finally been told that I have got something wrong with me and my painful periods aren't just painful periods they're and, normal um, just go on the pill fuck off yeah just go on the contraception now help well when I was on the fucking contraceptive pill it fucking hurts so what do you want yeah. me to do mm-hmm. you know so Literally, the gynecologist called me last Friday, right? And he was like, have you considered going back on the pill? I said, no. He was like, but, you know. How did you even you know, get a referral? Got... Mate, it's taken three years. I, I ca- yeah, I, called... I don't, I don't know how I'm, st- how I've still not been referred. When the first time you know I went to is? the doctors about my period was, two, that was, was 2012. It was. Within 10 years. I, I called... I luckily had got through to a random doctor I'd never spoken to about my periods and I was calling monthly and she had actually, she's, she's got endometriosis. So I was saying everything to her and I was just ranting and I was like, I've searched this. I've got this. I've got severe bloating. You know, there's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in so much pain. I can't sleep. I nearly, you know, I had to call 111 the other day in the middle of the night. Like, I was, I think she could just, I know I mean, it's, I genuinely put it down to the doctor that I spoke to that day. Yeah. Um, she finally referred me. Um, but then even when she referred me, it's taken a year to have the conversation with a gynecologist yeah. to then now be referred for surgery. Like, yeah, it's such a long process. Or like my only advice is just stick at it and be yeah. really persistent and say I'm not taking no for an answer like I'm not gonna let you put the phone down on me because you're not giving me the answer that I want and if I'm wrong I'm wrong but I need yeah you know especially with something like endometriosis where there is just not enough data and there's not enough funding mm-hmm. that they well I will be part of the funding I will give you my body to just find to realize <laughs> there's another girl that's got it like yeah he, he he even said to me, the guy that just went, the, the, what, you're looking up until six, you're looking up, you're looking at September for uh, surgery because there's so many girls waiting for it. And I was thinking, if that's you know what fucking telling, then six I don't months, know what is. Six months, I don't actually even think is that bad. Like I've, I've had friends who've had endometrios, um, endometrial surgery who've been on the list for like over a year. Yeah, no, he, he did say... I, I was prepping for him to say a year and he obviously yeah. didn't, sorry, I'm moving, moving position because I'm just a fidget and I can't stay in one place. <laughs> um, so I'm now on my floor. Um, but I, yeah, I'm really happy that I've got that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy. I, the, the thought of me being put to sleep terrifies the fuck out of me. Like I, I am a bit of a wuss. I, I absolutely hate needles blood anything you name it i even saying the word blood makes me feel funny yeah um but you know what alexa who's been put to sleep before and she said 
when you're being put to sleep, it's not like you're falling asleep. Like you don't even, it's not like something where you're like, you know you're falling asleep and you're like, yeah. stop it, stop it, I don't want to fall asleep. She was like, your eyes just close and then you wake up again. Yeah, you have no and idea. Like, so she was like, if you go in with the thought process of that, like you, you actually have no control, your eyes just close and then that's it. Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. So she made me feel better actually. But I'm just like, Rihanna, like the doctor even was like, you know, you can pull out of the, of the surgery like beforehand if you're too scared. And I was thinking, yeah, I might do that. And then I thought, Rihanna, what the fuck are you doing, pal? You've obviously waited three years to get this fucking diagnosis. And yeah. now you're already like, yeah, I might do it. Yeah, you know? make the most of it, for sure. Exactly. And he said that you will continuously need the surgery. He said, because it never goes away. That's it. Once and you've had it was- once, then you're like always on the list for it, like, to yeah. have it again. So he was like, you every three years need to be basically gutted out. It's not the word. Scraped out. So, um, you know, and and when I spoke to him, he was like, you know, it is a very minor surgery compared to like heart surgeries and shit. He was like, so you're, this is an easy thing for a surgeon to do. He was like, so you're in safe hands. I I know, but I'm a pussy. Like, even you like telling me that needle's gonna go in my arm is probably gonna make me pass out (laughs) it is yeah no it is tough but i guess sometimes you just gotta like remind yourself of why you're doing it and the positives that you'll get out from it exactly exactly Exactly. you're giving yourself that chance because if you left it then they might not be doing that they might be taking your womb out altogether you know so yeah he genuinely said to me um he genuinely said i said to him if i was to leave this what is the what is my outcome in regards to it affecting other things and he was like you won't be able to have children he yeah. said and that's me telling you that he said you know people go oh yeah but you might you might still be able to conceive he was like with endometriosis once you've got it it spreads he was like mm-hmm. so he was like it doesn't get better like no, it only gets yeah worse. there may be He's like, yeah, there may be a crazy odd where a girl's managed to get pregnant, but he, she may have complications within the pregnancy with pain and, and mm-hmm. other stuff. He was like, so it, he was like, the best thing you can do for yourself is just to get this. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, oh, um, you know, if you are trying for a baby, like after your surgery, it's probably the best time to try. And I was like, it is, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Absolutely not. Oh, no, damn it. not. You're saying fingers crossed for your own benefit, not for yeah. mine. Financially, one can only keep myself going at the moment. Um, <laughs> never mind a child. Move and, out of um, London, you'll be fine. You know, <laughs> two. Um, yeah, move out of London, and I actually would be able to look after a baby and financially. Um, and your mum would love it. Move back home. Yeah, she would love it. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, she, she would. As would my sisters and my brother. Yeah. But. Um, and my dad, there was a long family member there. And you and Alex, and like honestly, everyone. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that'd be fun. <laughs> not, um, I mean, a baby is a blessing, but still, not for me right now. <laughs> I cried um, the other day thinking about how much I want a baby. How bad is that? I'm not surprised, Abby. That is a very happy <laughs> thing to do. I know. You're very maternal. You always have been. I know. Um, and yeah, so um, yeah, so that's that's the good news in my life. That's a positive. Yeah. Is the fact that I finally, you know, like when I was speaking on the phone to him, I was like, he was like telling me, he was like, yeah, you know, you've got endometriosis, and we need to do this, 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 and this. We're going to, I am being put on hormone tablets. Oh yeah. In the lead up to the surgery to try and relieve the pain, it won't work yeah. because I've been on them before, yeah. and I told him this. But he was like, you, as part of the like process, you have to go on them because prior to the surgery, they will ask you these questions to be like, have you tried this? Have you done this? They said that was like, me, yeah. The last pill I was on, they were like, this is your last resort before surgery. Although then I took it and stopped taking it. And then they were like, oh, no, we, no, we don't need to do that just yet. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I'm like, you've got to go on all, the, all these different pills first so then we can tick them off of the box. I genuinely do think it's down to who you speak to. Like, I would not be get, I would not be having surgery if it wasn't that, like, you know, doctor that yeah. had had it before. Because she was obviously just hearing me saying all things. The amount of doctors that were like, "You're just really unfortunate because you yeah. started your period very late. It's kind of a build up of pain because you did start your period when you were like 17 or whatever it was. Ridiculous." And I was like, "What? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard." Mine started when I was 11. 
And I was like, I know. I was like, that babe. I was like, oh, I'm not. I don't fucking study medicine to fucking. It's know. got nothing to do with that. I was like, shit. Einstein walked into the room. Um, <laughs> Christ Almighty! But yeah, so that's a good thing in my life. Also, my mental health. And this isn't to make you feel any worse, Ab, but maybe this will make you feel better in the sense of, you know, things do get better. It gets better. Yeah. Um, and it's my mental health is. I feel very Rihanna at the moment. This is great. You're a lot brighter than you were. Oh my God, aren't I? Like, I don't look it. <laughs> you do, because you so look happier. I mean, yeah, but look at I've got a spot on my face. It's like another head. It's honestly like you've got two Rihannas, like Siamese twins. Is it Siamese twins? Is that the word? Are you talking about identical twins? No, it conjoined oh, twins. Con- oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Conjoined twins. That's what I meant. That's oh, I meant. yeah, like Sorry. one coming out of you. Right, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it looks like you're matching me with my my mole. Yeah. You've now got a spot in the same place. Maybe you're just trying to be my but twin. It's, you know, when it's so big and I just need someone to go to Does it hurt? Yeah, it's pretty painful. Mm. But I'm, yeah, I'm struggling with my skin at the moment, but he also said that's maybe to do with the endometriosis. He mm. was like, the fingers of endometriosis is, it affects everything. Yeah. Like, he was like, have you, you know, struggled with food before? And I was like, mm, this, is a, this is a conversation I thought we'd never get into. Yes, I have restrictively, like, eaten before and I go through stages of it. He was like, eating disorders is a common symptom of endometriosis because you're fluctuating in weight all the time and he was like um yeah how interesting i did not know that i didn't know that what was another one he said he said endometriosis again it can give you crippling anxiety and depression like i didn't know that um painful sex painful sex um what else um Bleeding in sex. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he say to me? Do you know you can pain. bleed out of your belly button from endometriosis? Oh, I found that out because a few, a few, I think, yeah, you must have heard it from me because a couple of years ago, I, told my me, belly yeah. button started bleeding and I was really confused and I didn't know why. Oh. I thought I'd cut it, but like there was no oh, cut. Fuck. And then I Googled it and it said that it funny. could have been endometrial bleeding. Oh my god, that makes me feel so funny. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of like hair loss. Um, it works in similar way to PCOS, I think. Symptoms they're are so pretty similar. They're like side by side. Yeah. Um, they say PCOS isn't painful, and endometriosis is, and then like all other like side effects are very similar. Pretty much the same. Yeah, when you do Google it, they do come up yeah. as the same, but. Um, yeah, uh, loads came up actually, but yeah. So that's, I guess that's good because my mental health has improved. I'm, I'm just at the moment. I know it will probably come back, and I'll have bad days again. I'm not like being really naive right now. Being like, oh my god, I'm cured. I'm cured. I'm cured. <laughs> I'm cured. I'm never gonna get depression ever again. I'm never gonna have anxiety. I'm never gonna have a panic attack in Sainsbury's and leave my shopping. Oh my god, Jill. Oh my god, literally. Guys, I had a panic attack in Sainsbury's and I lost my, I left my shopping that I paid for and just left because it got too overwhelming. So I just didn't eat that day because I was like, I, I think you spoke about that on the podcast. Right. Well, did I keep it in? This isn't. I can't remember. No. Um, I think I did. Well, apologies if, if um, I did mention that prior, guys. I repeat things. I'm just being transparent and true to myself. So, so <laughs> I think we all do. Um, so yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of living each day and seeing the good out of a good mental health day and just kind of getting, and I'm, I'm also not setting myself unrealistic goals. Like, I'm not being like, you need to go to the gym every day. You need to eat healthy every day. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm a woman and I have periods. I'm, if I want to eat four bags of mini eggs, I'm going to be doing that. And I don't care who's stopping <laughs> me, to be quite honest. Like, good for you. You know, thank you. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of, Riding the wave, as we said, Ab, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'm that's the limiting. title of this episode, Riding the Wave. Riding the Wave. I think that's what it should be, yeah. to be honest. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of all that's been going on with me, really. Um, 
been catching up with some friends recently, like just spending time with people and doing things that make me happy. Um, yeah. And make me feel very Rihanna. Like, yeah. Yeah, just I'm doing things, not selfishly, but I'm just doing things that make me happy. Like even like going for walks in the morning and getting my coffee just makes me so happy. Like it should not make me that happy and it just does. Um, That's nice. Thanks. Um, so yeah, so just... Um, yeah just just getting getting on with life I do feel like I saw something online the other day and it was about how like your mid-20s is the most confusing part of your life mm-hmm. because as a child especially like like you know you you have these plans especially me being like a woman and who identifies as a woman I you know, when a little girl was like, I'm going to have babies by this age. I'm going to naturally be able to conceive. I'm going to be mad by 21. Yeah. I'm going to find my Prince Charming when I'm 18. Yeah. Well, you know, it, we all know that it, nine times out of 10 does not ever pan out that way. And, you know, you still, when you're like in your late teens, early 20s, still think that there's like, that's going to happen. And like, mm-hmm. it, it obviously, it hopefully will for everyone. But, you know, it's it's that it, everyone's also on different life journeys. So the fact that social media is so exposed and you're comparing everything to everyone right now, I think it's in everyone's face more than ever. Yeah. Like, I feel like when my mum and dad were kids, like, if their friends and stuff were having babies before them and getting married before them, it wouldn't have been so evident because it wasn't in your face all the time. Like, it wasn't being yeah. posted every day. Like, whereas I think it's hard for us because we're all, co- all comparing constantly yeah. without even realising we're doing it. So when we have a bad day, we're like, oh, but like, someone's always having a baby. And like, I don't even know what I'm having for dinner. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't even want to get out of bed today. Never mind, look after a child. <laughs> exactly. That's reminded me of something I saw on Instagram earlier and I've got to find it because it, it like made my heart go. Um, yeah. So this person put on Instagram, if you're able to tuck a healthy child into a warm bed in a safe home, you've won the lottery of life. And I was like, I understand the sentiment of that. Like that's a really lovely thought. But also I would I would love to have a healthy child to tuck into a warm bed in a safe yeah. home. And you know, I don't know if that's gonna be possible for me. And I was just like I yeah, I understand that that's really nice. And she has just had a baby and I understand that like she has always wanted one. But I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, that's hard really to hear. jealous yeah. of you right now. And yes, I do. I agree. I think you have won the lottery of life because you're living the life that I want. And good for you. I'm really happy for you. But also, that really hurts. <laughs> yeah. And I, so think it's, I think it's important to, to talk about these things, though, because I don't think people do. Yeah. And I think as well, like, going back to what I was saying about, like, being confused in your mid-20s, like... You, you, when you're at school you never really you're never really told beyond art like until uni like that's so like they prep you for sixth form you know a levels college whatever it's it decides past you know education wise they take you to a certain point and then you let go basically it's like yeah just to fend for yourself like, do you know what i'm gonna use it's like the, the school is holding on to the string of a balloon mm. or university and then one day you're just, the balloon is let go and you are the oh. balloon and it's that's oh, how it feels a, yeah exactly wow. that's the best way I thought I could describe it and it's you then as an individual like I don't now rely on my parents to make my decisions for me like I have to make all my decisions on my own I'm uh, near, you know it's gonna be 25 this year like I have to everything you know and that's also like a lot of uh pressure because then essentially the decisions that you're making in your life you're making solely on your own yeah Yeah. you can have advice and stuff of your friends but you are making these decisions for yourself like they could be the right decisions they could Mm -hmm. be the wrong decisions and it's like figuring that out and well you know whether you want a relationship whether you don't want a relationship whether you want to live your life whether you don't want to live you know whether you want to you want to you know have your structured you know married life like you know it's 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 hard figuring it out because there's not a right answer or a wrong answer to being successful you know like i i've always compared my life to other people and i'm like oh my god like 11 year old rihanna would have wanted three babies by now married with a massive rock on her finger like Mm. i can actually confirm that there's no rock on my finger and i don't have three babies but i'm not I, i that wouldn't 
me putting putting me in that situation right now would just not be ideal like I am living my life now do you know what I mean so I'm just like my plan is that God has got a plan for me Mm -hmm. and I'm just he's just letting me figure it out right now (laughs) you know and I hope I you know and that's why I'm not putting myself to pressure on myself to make decisions like I'm solely just being like I'm just gonna do things to me and what comes out of that along the way comes out of that along the way I'm just gonna have fun you know and enjoy my life and you know you know I could be stressing let's get deep I'm gonna my brain's thinking away now but you know I could be thinking about like having babies and getting married and finding the man of my dreams and you know seeing my sisters become mums and my brother become a dad and all these things that I stress about but tomorrow is never guaranteed yeah so like why yeah it's lovely to manifest and I'm, I'm a massive believer in manifesting I write in my journal every night and I have my affirmations that I write in my journal every night and I think it's good to you know have aspirations and dreams but like you tomorrow isn't guaranteed so there's mm-hmm. you know think about it but don't stress about it like you know yeah so I'm not I'm not really too sure where this conversation is going but that's just kind of just some thoughts that have been in my brain recently and yeah, I, I hope it. they help and especially with the state oh. of the world right now like it is oh my it does god go to show, like, like it tomorrow is is never guaranteed and we're we're very lucky that we've like grown up and we've been born into a society that we didn't ask to be born into we were just lucky enough to be born like in a country where unless there's a tragic accident or we get ill tomorrow probably is a guarantee for us whereas there are other places in the world where it's like bit more absolutely it's scarier it's scarier i don't wake up i don't wake up terrified yeah there are kids in other countries our families in other countries there are men women you know they wake up and they are scared to wake up yeah and they just have no idea where their day is gonna go and there's you know there's kids out there that are kids and they haven't they haven't had the opportunity to be a kid they've yeah they've had to grow up a lot quicker because of the life that they've been brought up in and unfortunately there's no one that can you know do anything about that but absolutely and there are actually you know, I suppose there are a lot of kids in our country as well who have to do that kids who are you know kids who are carers kids in the in the care system like just yeah. kids that don't get to eat yeah. breakfast lunch and dinner you know yeah. like kids that are abused emotionally physically mentally like you know, and we all go through shit. We all do. But I think, if anything, like, j- just be very grateful of the lives that we've had, even if it, your life has been really, really difficult and there's been aspects in your life that, whether they be traumatising or, uh, you know, not perfect. Yeah. To not dwell on those, just learn from them and you know, not let it shape you. And then if it does shape you, let that, sh- you know, that's made you who you are today you know yeah or at least like if you if you are dwelling on them which i mean i do dwell on a lot of things try and (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i i guess one thing that i try hard to do is just remember like try to think like each day or each week or whatever just like what's like what's one thing it's one thing that's going well like what's one thing i'm grateful for Exactly, um, and it could be you know your friends, or it could be like you know. I woke I up this morning. Coffee. Yeah, you woke up this morning. You yeah. you you opened your eyes. Like I read a yeah. story the other day, right? This guy opened his eyes and he was blind. Like he opened his he he fell asleep and then he woke up and he was blind. Like what? What? Yeah. What the wow. fuck? Like that'd be so scary. Imagine waking up and not being able to see anything. Like what the fuck and this guy still said well at least i got 34 years to see yeah you know what i mean like he still was just like at least i've been able to see things of people that were born with no vision yeah um so he was like i'm going to be able to it's going to be easier for me to imagine things because i've i've got the i have seen it yeah the people that haven't so you know guys if you're feeling shit temporary and it will get better and i know right now you've probably like realized what i want to hear but it it really really does and say yes to everything 
obviously depending on what it is you know there's situations that we don't <laughs> want to be saying yes to but you, you you know in in the grand scheme of things like if you if, if your friends ask you to go for coffee go for coffee if it's really difficult like you never know when the last time you'll be able to say i love you to someone or i know that's really deep guys but i don't think i think people and like yeah but why are you getting so deep and like it's not necessary but it's because people don't talk about it like yeah and they like there's so many things in life that are taboo especially like conversations like what we're having they're important to have because it kind of brings you back to planet down to like like the ground and actually makes you realize oh my god shit this yeah. is realistically what life this is basically what life is we just get consumed by everything else and every other emotion that you forget essentially what life is at the end of the day and it's you're living and you know it's your paths aren't you know your your lifespan is not the same as someone else's so that's that's why you know say yes to things and be be grateful for everything even if you've had a really shit life i'm sure there's one little tiny weeny thing that you can say do you know what i'm really glad that i've got this person in my life or i heard this piece of advice today you know yeah that reminds me of a quote from buffy the vampire slayer which is the hardest thing <laughs> in this world is to live in it wow that that's a hard one that that hit me. It was like someone pushed punched me in the face just then. Yeah. It's the right. hardest thing in this world is to live in it. Life's a show. I used to love and that we song. all play our part. <laughs> it's in the Once More We're Feeling, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical. Uh, <laughs> I could recite that film like backwards to forwards. I fucking love it. Great film. Do you know what? I've not watched that in years. Like genuinely, I genuinely... I think I must have last watched that when I was like 14, which was 10 years ago, which oh, makes me it. want to throw up. <laughs> do you um, know what, guys? I'm really scared about the fact that I'm turning 25 this year and I remember turning 15 and thinking, oh my God, like I'm 15. Like this is a big old age. And I'm like, 10 years has passed then. I can guarantee you now, nothing much has really changed. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I remember I just my 17th older. birthday like it was yesterday. Really? Well, now we'll look yeah. at you. Nearly twenty seven. Yeah, insane. Um, shall we speaking of like gratitude, shall we end today on a positive in our life? What's something that we're grateful for? I will kick off with I'm grateful for my new Hoover. Yes, it has slightly bankrupted me, but it's fucking brilliant. I really love it and I'm enjoying it and I think it's gonna help me keep more on track of tasks because I genuinely enjoy using the Hoover. <laughs> and I'm also grateful that um, the marvellous Mrs. Maisel is back for season four and it's coming out like two episodes every Friday. So it's giving me something to look forward to. Stunning. Really also, very random, Phoebe? Phoebe? Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe! Yeah, elaborate. Phoebe Bridges is coming to London in July. Um, my friend Chelsea texted me, Phoebe, in all caps last night. I was on the phone to someone else and I immediately knew what she was going to say. I was like, oh my God, she's coming to London. And then the next text was, it's coming to London. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, tickets go on sale tomorrow. To yeah, exactly. very true. That's something to be happy um, about. Yeah, so Chelsea will be on that tomorrow morning. Um, so that's exciting. That's something to look forward to in July. Hopefully we get tickets. Oh, lovely. Yeah. What are you grateful for, that. Riri? Um, do you know what? I'm grateful to have the family and friends that I have around me. And that's very obvious because I love my friends and my family. An insane amount. Like, a, a bit too obsessed with my friends and my family. <laughs> um, which is obviously a good thing. But I... I'm just grateful for those people because I wouldn't be the person that I am today without them. And also, um, yeah, like I owe a lot of, you know, to like you, my family, for our other friends, like uh, even friends I don't speak to every day, like friends that I just check, you know, that check in every now and again. And, yeah, um, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful to have people around me that love me as much as they do and as much yeah. as I love them. Um, yeah, I've always struggled with friends you know throughout my life and mm -hmm. being accepted for me and I found, finally have like all of my friends that are dotted around me that I genuinely think that love me for me like yeah. and I, I think I've come to terms with who I am as an individual you. 
absolutely not and you're not trying to change yourself to fit around them yourself for them Mm. and the same goes my family my family know who I am you know so that's always been the case with them but yeah that's what I'm grateful for and I'm grateful for an endometriosis diagnosis finally let's get let's get a who yeah who yeah who yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah well well thanks for listening to us ramble guys thanks for coming to our therapy session um thanks for coming to our therapy session nice and cheap this one which was actually a conversation i had with my doctor last week she was like have you tried counseling and i was like yeah i have when it was free but i can't get any on the nhs for free now and i can't afford normal counseling so i have a podcast instead <laughs> so thank you, you guys for being that? no i didn't oh <laughs> I, I did just say i can't afford it and she was like yeah no i understand that um it absolutely sucks and i was like yeah it does um but yeah, so thank you guys for being our counsellors today. Thank you, Ree, yeah. for being and my counsellor. That's okay. Thank you for being my counsellor, as always. <laughs> if there's anyone that's uh, struggling or just wants to be listened to, just honestly message us because, uh, you know, and I will reply quick. How speedy am I replying, Abby? Speed, speedy. Thank you. However busy I am, I will, I've got my phone literally glued to my hand, so yeah. I will pick up. Um, even if you want to call... I will call, you know, and I'm, I'm sure Abby would do the same. And it's uh, even just like typing something out that you're going through sometimes yeah, even helps. Sometimes you it helps. Think, you don't think about it. Also, guys, I would suggest writing everything down. Like, I genuinely bought a journal. I think it's changed my life. Like, I, <laughs> I write random shit in. Like, the other day I was like, three things I'm grateful for, and I put chocolate. Like, come on. Same. Is that really that great? Like, yeah. I could have put my mum, <laughs> but I didn't. I put chocolate, you know? So um, it gets boring doing the same thing every day. You know, you've got to you've got to mix it up a bit with what you're grateful for. With your brain, I was talking to this girl. She like drew a picture of her brain, and she like tried to piece what her brain she thinks her brain looks like and what information it stores. I honestly cannot remember the life of me, but it was it was really random. And she was like, ten percent is this, twenty percent I think about this, and forty percent I always think about food and da da da. And like it was just random stuff, like ten percent friends, like yeah as in like friends of the show um oh. so it's like trying just like il- like illustrating like drawing people get a lot of coloring guys mm. thoroughly recommend coloring in people find that quite therapeutic if you're feeling a bit anxious do you have any tips ab um yeah i like those ones i think i i love a good like breathing exercise um mm-hmm. if you literally just type in breathing exercise on google google has some so it just comes straight up at the top but then also there's like youtube videos and stuff i really love them yeah good breathing exercise um my friend chelsea's actually just put me onto her headspace family plan and i'm absolutely loving headspace for like meditation oh, oh, stunning music i put on when i go to sleep focus music when i'm working um that's been really cool and i also obviously as we know i love asmr so i watch asmr videos on tiktok oh my god asmr helps you sleep helps me sleep yeah i love ones with like brushing or Mm. um just like whispering affirmations and stuff it really relaxes me uh someone who i really like is called hannah g asmr so i'd recommend her on tiktok she's on youtube as well or osley asmr o-z-l-e-y um, Can you send me that? It's X. Yes. Thank yeah. you. So yeah, I'd recommend um, those. What was? I'm going to say something. Also, guys, if you're in the therapy for myself, is going on to TikTok and typing in Harry Styles. I'm watching videos of Harry Styles. To be honest, because I go to bed feeling happy. Not that he, you know, not nice. the fact that he's not mine, but the fact that he is a human being that exists. Yeah. Um, I watched like Maya so Knight. Um, with her, do you watch Maya Knight with her twins, no, Scout and Violet? Oh, I'm obsessed with them. Um, oh, so I watch them before bed. Oh, yeah. but yeah, just watching happy things before bed. And like, put, do you know what? I wake up now in the morning and I put really happy music on, and I mm. think that does make even when it's raining outside, I'm like boogieing in my room, like genuinely <laughs> having a dance off with myself. And um, it's pouring down with rain outside, but like when Storm Eunice was put in full force i was blasting like lady gaga and i was like rain on me (laughs) (laughs) um i did not realize i was this bountiful queen (laughs) 
be your biggest supporter, guys. Because my, my, even when you don't feel like it, um, look yourself in the mirror and go, "I'm a fucking legend." And walk off. I do that now. Nice. When I feel really shit, I literally am like, "I'm a legend." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a legend. I'm really fucking depressed, but I'm a legend still. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And on that note, <laughs> it's time to. This is when I'm actually just chatting shit. Sorry, guys. Um, but I hope today's helped. Even if it's helped one person, then I'm glad. And let's send talk. lots of kisses, cuddles, hugs to Abby. I'm sure she'll get them at some point. Um, <laughs> Thanks. And to you too. So, yeah. Thanks, honey. You need them a little bit more than me at the moment. So, let's all send them to Abby. Okay, I'll take them. Thanks. I know you will. Um, I, I, you know, um, I love you a lot and you're great. Um, and I'm sure you get told that a lot. And I know you're not, you know, like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. But you are. I'm so tonight before you go to bed, literally, it's like, roll over and say, I'm a legend. I know where, you're, I know where your mirror legend. is in your room. Yeah. I'm a fucking legend. Even call it into your phone, I'm a fucking legend. I'm a fucking legend. I'm a fucking legend. I'll make it my ringtone. I'll make it my alarm in the morning. Oh my Wake God. Wake up, you fucking I'm legend. This is when our brains are just going into overdrive. Um, But... We hope you've had a lovely week. Sash, have a lovely weekend. Um, and thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. Look after yourself. Bye. I say bye, new, bye. Hi everyone, it's Abby. Thank you so much for listening to Cheaper Than Therapy this week. It was really good for me to get all of that off of my chest we didn't mention the instagram so if you did want to send in any messages please send them to cheaper than pod one the number one um, and we can't wait to hear from you see you soon bye